Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey guys, Liz Wheeler here. I wanted to give you a sneak peek in what we do on Locals, on the LizWheelerShow.com slash Locals. This is for VIPs only. We do this every day. An entire extra segment of the show where we talk about pivotal issues and then what we are going to do about those pivotal issues. Today we're talking about leadership elections in the House of Representatives. Yeah, that's happening right now. And what's interesting about this is it's not just a matter of who's elected Speaker of the House, so it's not just a matter of Kevin McCarthy or who's going to challenge Kevin McCarthy. There's another position in Republican leadership that I would argue is almost equally as influential as Speaker of the House in bringing Republicans together. That, of course, is the Republican whip. You might be able to tell I'm fairly fired up about this topic because I think Republican leadership or the lack of Republican leadership from the Republican Party in the midterm elections played a huge role in not fighting back against the Democrats who are trying to subvert our country from within and doing it under our very noses. So head on over to LizWheelerShow.com locals if you want to join us for an extra segment of the show every day. But in the meantime, I hope that you enjoy this sneak peek. So today in the House of Representatives, the leadership elections are taking place. And we've been kind of focused, or at least I've been focused, maybe I should just speak for myself here. I've been focused on the Senate leadership elections because I think Mitch McConnell has to go. I think it's time, it's long past time to fire Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, Cocaine Mitch, not to go on too much of, an, uh, of a tangent here, Cocaine Mitch is um, a likable politician in the sense that his personality and his brusque mannerisms and some of the things that he, some of his political maneuvers are fun to watch. So I, I, I've said to you, I've said this to you before, we've talked about this many times actually, that it's hard to dislike him even when you don't like what he is doing. But this past week, that my viewpoint, that viewpoint that I hold has changed. I now think that Mitch McConnell, what he has done has been so destructive to not just the Republican Party, but what the Republican Party stands for in our country this bulwark against the Marxism that the left is trying to shove down our throats, Mitch McConnell's deliberate actions from trashing the quality of Senate candidates to withdrawing, removing, just yanking the rug out from under Blake Masters in Arizona at the last second during early voting. Blake Masters had no way to compensate for that money that McConnell had pledged to him. This, these things matter. This behavior makes it not so funny. The, the name Cocaine Mitch, not so funny. It's time for Mitch McConnell to go. At the same time, over in the House of Representatives, maybe Kevin McCarthy wasn't quite as destructive in the midterm elections as Mitch McConnell was, but there could have been some leadership, and there wasn't. There should have been some, there, sh there should have been for years leadership among the Republican Party regarding the Marxist agenda that we're fighting against and making sure that every elected Republican votes for our legislative agenda has the fire in their belly to fight back against the political enemy that we're facing. But Kevin McCarthy is like Mitch McConnell in the sense that he doesn't recognize the reality of the fight that we're fighting. And so how can you fight back against something when you won't acknowledge what it is that you're fighting? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So these leadership elections are taking place in the House today. And they're is going to be a challenge to Kevin McCarthy. It's probably, it's gonna come from the Freedom Caucus. It's probably going to be Andy Biggs. And whether that will work or not, I don't know. It seems to me that the best procedure would be to do what the Senate is doing and delay the elections to give senators a chance to um, collect themselves to be able to challenge McConnell. Will Andy Biggs be able to do that last second in the House? I don't know. But what's equally as interesting as the actual Speaker of the House election is the Republican whip. The Republican whip, what is a whip? So the Republican whip, or the Democrat whip, they both, both parties have one, is the person in the position of leadership responsible for making sure that every member of the Republican caucus is voting for the legislative agenda. So for example, if there's a bill that McCarthy wants to bring for a vote, and it's going to be a close vote because it's a controversial issue, and now I'm laughing at myself because McCarthy would never do that. A hypothetical speaker who had the fire in his belly to actually fight the culture war might want to bring a somewhat controversial topic up for vote and hope that his entire caucus would be on board with it, that the Democrats wouldn't poach any waffling, middling, you know, more Democrat than Republican Republicans. And of course, Kevin McCarthy wouldn't be that, wouldn't be that speaker to do that. But the purpose of the whip is to make sure that before a vote is brought to the floor, before the vote happens, that he knows what the outcome will be. Because the worst thing to do for a party, for a Republican party, would be to make a big deal about an upcoming vote and then members cast their votes and some Republicans defect and the vote not actually passed. That would be dreadful. So the whip is responsible for making sure that everyone or how everyone is voting and trying to negotiate with that member if he or she is you know, caving to the radical left. The whip is a very important position, as you can plainly see. And the personality and the principles of the person who is serving as Republican whip is extremely important because we know that we have some rhinos and we know we have some squishes in the House. Now we have this very narrow majority in the House of Representatives, so we can't afford any defections, really, if we want to be able to um, stave off stave off the Democratic agenda since Biden is in the White House, and it's looking like, I mean, at this point, the count shows that Democrats are going to control the Senate. So back to the whip for a second. This whip is going to be a critical tool in the Republican arsenal to hold off the Democrats, and the man running for Republican whip is Congressman Tom Emmer. Who is Tom Emmer? Tom Emmer is a congressman from the state of Minnesota. He was chair of the NRCC this past election cycle, and he made headlines. If you haven't heard of him before, you might have read this headline a couple months ago because Tom Emmer was the one who said that Republicans might win up to 70 seats in the midterm elections. We did not. We didn't win anywhere close to that. And now that we didn't win 70 seats, Tom Emmer is telling us that we should be extremely happy with how Republicans did. So that right there is the first red flag about Tom Emmer. But let's look at Tom Emmer's policy positions in his history in Congress here. This is one of the reasons, by the way, that I highly, strongly advocate that Republicans put everything for a vote in front of the, in, in front of the entire House. Not just to get Democrats on record, 
but to also put Republicans on record so that you and I as voters can weed out the squishes, we can weed out the rhinos, we can weed out the people who don't have a fire in their belly to fight the culture war that is threatening to subvert our nation from within. Tom Emmer, by my standards, does not qualify. Under the Trump administration, President Trump banned um, transgender military members for obvious reasons, right? If you have flat feet, you're not qualified to serve the military because the goal of the military is to be, of military members is to be deployment ready. Our military is the greatest fighting force in the world. We are supposed to be a war machine. We don't want to spend the time and the energy and the budget on people who have pre-existing health conditions. This isn't, this isn't personal. This isn't anti-disability or anti-healthcare. It's simply that we need a fighting force that is battle ready at a moment's notice. And People with gender dysphoria who have undergone experimental hormone therapy or surgery are some of the people who demand the highest amount of healthcare and would be the least battle-ready of almost any demographic in our country that, you know, is otherwise healthy. And that, of course, is notwithstanding the other mental health issues, the comorbidities that transgender people more often than not suffer from. So this is what the Trump administration did. 10 years ago, this would not have been controversial at all. It would have been a bipartisan agreement. Democrats, of course, painted Trump as being transphobic and homophobic and evil and hateful and bigoted and blah, blah, blah. Tom Emmer defected to the Democrats' side on this issue. Tom Emmer and eight other Republicans voted in the House of Representatives to block President Trump's ban on transgender military members. This is one of the key issues in our culture right now. Whether there are two genders, male and female, or as the left proposes, according to queer theory, whether gender is a spectrum, gender has nothing to do with, with biological sex. There's non-binary. You are what you feel. You have an identity without an essence. Tom Emmer took the other side. This is also one of the key tactics the left is using to queer children. These are the groomers in our school. I mean, this is, this is the fact that this man wants to be whip, Republican whip. He wants to be in charge of actually making sure that all Republicans are on the same page for the legislative agenda. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. He also voted for a bill in the House of Representatives that um, would essentially allow boys to use the girls' bathrooms because in, in private industries. This bill would have stripped federal contracts from any privately owned business anywhere in the United States if they separated women's bathrooms from men's bathrooms. So they were punished if they didn't allow biological men in to go into the women's bathroom. He also was formerly um, an employee of a George Soros organization. Yeah, so he's not even hiding his, he's not even hiding his leftism, his Marxism. Remember when Secretary Pete Buttigieg said that America's uh, roadways, some of their roads and highways were racist? Tom Emmer agreed with Pete Buttigieg. This is not the kind of quote-unquote Republican that should be anywhere near a leadership position in the House of Representatives. It boggles the mind that any, that any Republican in Congress would vote for Tom Emmer for whip. So who, who should be who should be whipped? By the way, by the way, one other thing. So if you open up Tom Emmer's Twitter account, his Twitter bio says that he is um, a champion of reigning in spending. That's how that's what he thinks gives him a Republican the Republican bona fides is reigning in spending. Please, please. 
Republicans in Congress haven't tried to rein in spending since I don't know when, my entire lifetime. That is a bogus talking point. And apparently it's used to camouflage his actually fairly leftist political or his fairly leftist culture position on cultural topics. So who should be whip instead? And obviously it should not be Tom Emmer. Tom Emmer is being challenged by Congressman Jim Banks from Indiana. And Jim Banks is a good, a good alternative. Jim Banks is dedicated to um, our country, dedicated to fighting back against those who want to subvert our country from within. Here's the thing. Here's what I really want to know more than almost anything else. Of all the Republicans who've been elected to the United States Congress, which of those Republicans supports Tom Emmer and which of those Republicans supports Jim Banks? Now, the answer to this question is a secret. You and I have no right to know. This is not, this is not a public vote, the way that we can go and look at our Congress members' voting record on the floor of the House of Representatives. No, no, not the case with leadership votes. This happens behind closed doors. We might never know. You might never know if the person that you sent to Congress to represent you voted for Tom Emmer for whip, someone who's caved to the transgender ideology in schools. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to demand from my Congress member that I be told how they voted in this leadership election. If enough of us do this on Twitter, on email, in town hall, by phone, if we politely but firmly demand to know, how did you vote for leadership? Did you support Tom Emmer for whip or did you support Jim Banks? Did you vote for Kevin McCarthy or did you vote for a challenger, perhaps Andy Big from the Freedom Congress? We deserve to know. And the sooner that we know, the sooner the leadership problem in Congress will be fixed because our Congress members know that we have a major, we the voting constituent, their boss, that we have a major problem with how the Republican Party is simply playing dead, refusing to fight back against the radical left as they actually have in their object the establishment of a direct tyranny over our nation. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.